This week on the TorontoGameDays.com podcast, we chat about Dragon of Legends Kickstarter, Arrowhead from Oddbird Studios, and Brett brings them NX every chance he gets. What's up, everyone? This is episode 22 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDose.com. Uh, with me once again, as always, is Brett from Hard Circle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we have composing Dan back as well. Sup. <laughs> I stole Brett's up. He didn't Re- use it today, day. so I figured I might as well do it. Reverse day. <laughs> uh, Dan, I never know where to say you're from, because Brett is from Hard Circle, but I, I don't know. You're like your own dude, so I don't know how to intro you. I am my own man. Twelve episodes later, I don't know really how to int- introduce you to the <laughs> podcast. So I don't belong to or own anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's his own man. He's a wandering journeyman. Uh, as always, uh, intro music was provided by Jake Bunno, who uh, gave a good shout out on to the podcast on Twitter. So thanks, Jake, uh, and Dan Rodriguez, who did the outro for the music, which you'll hear at the end. But you'll also hear his voice throughout the whole podcast. So. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> Bonus feature. We have, uh, we probably have like the most jam-packed podcast yet. Uh, Yay. Lots of different news. We're going to talk about Arrowheads as well, which is uh, a game being created by Oddbird Studios, some Sheridan College students. Uh, nice. We All three of us got a chance to play under all different circumstances, so we'll be sure to, to talk about that, um, all the different news. But let's start with, every, with how we always started with uh, Hype Time. Hype, 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 hype. hype. <laughs> uh, Brett, how did game dev drinks go? Uh, it, was, it was actually pretty dope. Uh, it was a very uh, Hamilton-centric event, which was pretty cool. So uh, Dan Clark didn't really speak too much. He made his team do it, which was awesome. So they're all, I think, pretty new to public speaking. So they organized it all, and they did really good, though. It was entertaining. People were laughing. It was it was good. Uh, George, wait, is it George of the Jungle? Yeah, George of the Jungle they showed. Nice. And they were talking about like the physics engine that they put in it in the game and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was pretty good, though. I Did know. you play it? I, I didn't get a chance to play it because everybody else was playing it. It was a lot of people were playing it. Yeah, I played it on the, on the phone. It played nice and slick. Yeah. So what's the, I, what's the gameplay like? Is it like an infinite runner or? Infinite climber. Oh, yeah, okay. infinite climber. Nice. And then when you die or misstep, you fall hilariously awesome. <laughs> and you can share the replay of your falling. Because they put in this like interesting ragdoll physics to the, uh, to the George of the Jungle character. So when he falls, he just like ragdolls all the way to the bottom. So it was, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it could but be yeah. a long fall. If you're good at that game, it could be a lengthy fall. <laughs> I was actually going to ask him that question. Like, what do you do can for you skip someone the who's fall? like pro? Yeah, you can, I'm sure you can skip the fall if you want to. Like, yeah, oh, if yeah. somebody just is not concerned about the fall and really just wants to get the highest uh, score they can, I'm sure they could just skip the fall. I hope they put a skip in there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like, imagine that they would leave. There's no skip. That. That's a rookie mistake. Because some people, some people really just want to play the game. They don't want to watch the yeah. fall. They just want to like, yeah. They just want, as soon as they fall, they want to get right back in on the horse and just beat that score. Yeah. Right? You want to, you want to see it like the first, second, or third time, and then after that, it's you don't need to really see it. Yep. Um, I 
did they show off their other game, or was it just George of the Jungle? It was just George of the Jungle. Okay. No, no, no debris. We didn't get to see any of it. Okay. But uh, I'll probably see it in a couple months. Oh, we saw one. We saw one slide of it. Oh yeah, they showed one slide. <laughs> oh snap! Which I is, did talk to Dan a little bit about about it. Um, yeah, trying to get just, that music in there. Just a little. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I was I wasn't doing the hustle. I was just just kind of chatting with him, and it was pretty interesting. Uh, he, he obviously, you know, wasn't talking too much about it or, or anything like that, but I, you know, by the slide, I couldn't really tell what kind of game it was. Mm-hmm. And then he explained just sort of what kind of game it was, you know, exploration, like, like a diving type of thing. And, yep. and, and by the slide, I thought it was like a space kind of, uh, um, adventure game. But no, it's like deep underwater stuff, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I kind I'm, of, yeah. I kind of tribute to Endless Ocean on Wii. Uh, I don't know if you, either of you guys have ever played that, but that was like uh, you basically just like go underwater and just like search for stuff. I don't know much about mm. the game. I just know of, it, of its existence. I don't know like if they have a story surrounding it, but Endless Ocean right. on Wii was just like just go swimming for a while and, and collect like fish. <laughs> That's pretty much the entire yeah. game. Um, There's another yeah, game it, like it also on, I think it's on Steam. Yeah. It's like, I think it's a VR experience though. It actually kind of looked interesting. Yeah, yeah, good event overall, though. Enjoyed it. Yeah, because then, like, we also were hyping the 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 game jam, and then Thrive was there to hype uh, their Kickstarter. So it was a very Hamilton driven event, which was really cool for me personally. Lots of lots of uh, Sheridan students there too. I met like probably six or seven Sheridan students. Yeah, which is kind of funny to me because like the Sheridan students are showing up, but no one from Mohawk College, which is a Hamilton. Uh, school and McMaster are showing up. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, that is. I've even weird. had students from Niagara show up more so than Hamilton. I was just going to say, where Sheridan College is is like Oakville, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a block away from me over here. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's a guy named Raphael, a guy named Devin. There's a bunch of bunch of people came out, and all, you know, the whole Oddbird team is from Sheridan yeah. too. So I met all them, and they they're excited to come out to the next one. So. It's going to be half Sheridan students before uh, you know. Before you know it, you should just host. It. You should just host it at Sheridan. Sorry, I'm going to be calling <laughs> out my Hamilton guys. I'm like, dude, get out there! Yeah, Oak- killing you right now. Oakville, <laughs> Oakville, man, Oakville's represented right now. Yep, Oakville's crushing us, guys. Come on, <laughs> OakvilleGameDevs.com. Get our shit together. <laughs> we'll see what happens after the Ham Jam. It's the Great Ham Jam. It's going to be, it's going to be something. Nice. Good. Putting Hamilton on the map. The Great Ham Jam is when, by the way? February 12th to the 14th. Um, I opened it up for more more tickets. So we have up to 125 uh, positions, but 80-something have been taken so far. So I think we'll have a decent turnout in the end. Like a, I think we'll have a solid 50 people show up. Nice. And they're going to be the hardcore of the hardcore because who cares about Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make I'll make face, but I don't really have anything to contribute. But so, you can make a game. I don't know the first thing about making a game. You can make a board game. Yeah, I guess it's open for board game people too. So, oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I don't, like I, any 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 type of game can show up. Game maker can show up. So I don't uh, I don't know much about board games though. I'm not like a big board game guy. Whatever yeah, but I, I could easily just put you on a team, and you could just work with them. We'll see. I'll talk. I'll talk to you. I don't know if I feel like devoting my whole weekend to making. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah. 
I'll play the games and shit all over them a month later, but <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, cool. Dan, do you got anything you want to hype up or only thing I did was go to GDD this week. <laughs> Pretty much the only thing I did. No, you went somewhere else. But, you do, but we'll talk about that more. Um, oh, that, oh, of course that, but yeah, I'm, I'm reserving that, that yeah. part of the, uh, all right, well with hype time over then let's just go straight into the news. News, news, news. 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 <laughs> was, that, was that in sync? Uh, it wasn't, unfortunately. No. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's totally in sync on my end every time. Because as was, soon as I hear Brett do it, I just sync up with him. <laughs> oh, really? No, it's like a little bit delayed. It's hard to tell like when you guys uh, like started actually on your ends. But yeah. mm. the only time I'll ever be in sync is when we make it all the way to Dan's place to record. And Brett can actually make it there and not screw us over. <laughs> I don't know how it's a screw job when I can't get there. Oh, <laughs> well, it's so easy. Aldershot bus, friggin' oh, go train. Oh, now you're trying to educate me about the Ontario. <laughs> Come on, yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's how easy it is to get here. Bro, and then I, pick I know up how to get station. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from here. Uh, I don't know, man. You haven't you haven't really proven to me that you can make yeah, it to dance. Prove it, Brett. Yeah. Prove oh it. my god. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding, Brett. I don't have to prove Jack. <laughs> <laughs> all right number one let's keep chirping brett no number one fan compass takes us to 2080 and auto age standoff so uh this yeah. is a game that i've been wanting to uh kind of post a little bit about but they finally had like a kind of a trailer to show off and stuff like that and this game looks awesome it um, totally does i know i played it have you so why don't you give so talk about it because i haven't played it yet you haven't played it no i've only seen the i they i'm in talks with them to play it eventually but i haven't played it yet they were at Fan Fest. How'd you miss them? Uh, oh, were they? Oh, no, I just swore to. Um, <laughs> Time stamp. That's two Man, in a row. You've been uh, you've been fumbling a lot lately. That's back to back podcast. Loosening up. That was actually that was actually a slip. Whereas last week's was just straight up me being mad. Um, Intentional. No, I, I I guess I missed it at Fan Fest. I I don't even recall seeing it there. Yeah, I was there. Okay, I was hanging out with the guys talking talking about it. Okay. Well, why don't, you, why don't you give your uh, like you know, why don't you a hands-on review quick? Yeah, or just kind of tell people about the game. Uh, so pretty much, it's uh, I call it a twisted metal MOBA. So if you know what twisted twisted metal is. Yeah. So it's car car carnage. Uh, pick a car, drive around, blow up other cars. But there's a MOBA aspect to it that wasn't in yet. Like there's other cars that are going around and stuff. Um, it seems really interesting. Uh, like I enjoyed it. Uh, I just enjoyed driving. The, the driving in it was really tight, and that's usually the most important part to a driving game is how the cars handled. And I really thought they were quite responsive and handling pretty well. Um, shooting and stuff was kind of fun. Um, the, like getting destroyed by their they had like these giant uh, like Mack truck kind of things that just were, like, loaded up with huge missiles and guns and stuff that were just ramming you. Like, the AI was pretty pretty interesting. Uh, obviously, it was, like, a vertical slice. So there's still a lot more to go. Um, I don't know if they're doing any more than the desert scene that we've been seeing a lot of. But that's that's been their test scene, too. So hopefully we get more levels. But it looks like... Oh, and there's supposed to be co-op also. Yeah. And, uh, if I recall, they didn't have co-op... Oh, wait... They did have co-op playing because it was me and uh, Steve were playing and then me and Thomas were playing. So they had two-player uh, split screen going on. So that was kind of cool. 
But yeah, it was, it was a fun game. I, I look forward to seeing more of it. So, quote, in uh, 2080, the future is bright but deadly. America is on the road to recovery after decades of disaster. Militarized motorists keep the peace in the east. Wheeled gains rule the western wastes. A series of radio relays connect sea to the shining sea. A mysterious voice crackles through the static, beckoning travels, travelers into the desert canyons of the dead zone. Do you dare answer the call? So they might be going, uh, like, it's in their little bio, they mentioned, like, desert canyons and stuff. So mm-hmm. it might be... Uh, it might be kind of. It sounds like the West has a clan, and the East is a clan, and then like the middle is sort of the, yeah. the um, uh, what's the no man sort of no man's land, and that's where all the war happens mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, they're also working. They have Oculus Rift dev kits too. So yeah, I talked to them about how they're going to use the Oculus Rift, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much you just in the car, look around. Yeah, true. So oh. there's a there's a trailer online on the, on the the site. So check it out. It's uh it looks awesome uh i can see what like how you said that the driving smooth like that's what i thought when i saw the video because it does look mm-hmm. like really fast and really like just crisp yeah driving tight. yeah I like, if you like it... twisted metal definitely this mm-hmm. will like like appease your appetite for twisted metal it's kind of so. it's kind of sort of brighter brighter than twisted metal too like I, well i mean i obviously saw twisted metal when i saw yeah. it a little bit but uh I also yeah they were of... like going for the 90s cartoon or 80s cartoon vibe like, yeah, that's the thing. When I was it, chatting it, with them, that's what a lot of their inspiration nostalgic is. to the the stunt race FX a little bit too. Like mm. they kind of uh, felt that nostalgic vibe to that mm. SNES title. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what the FX chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was it's cool. Cool. Yeah, looking looking forward to seeing more of that. I I mentioned they they reached out to me asking when I want to play it and stuff. So we're I'm like in talks to do that. So I'll hopefully uh, be able to like write about it and kind of give more in-depth like preview and stuff. So look forward to that. Uh, number two, uh, early access pre-order for Halcyon six. Uh, if you buy it now, you get uh, like it weeks before the early access on steam. Um, I, we were kind of, I, we don't know how to pronounce this game. So I'm going with Halcyon six. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you, if you pre-order, there's a link on the, the site. If you pre-order it now, you get it like earlier before the steam, um, the Steam people. Uh, it's massive damage ink. It's a sort of, I guess, like faster than light sort of inspired kind of space sim, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. I they were at Fan Fest too as well. Actually, I didn't get a chance to play. I just sort of talked to them and then like. I don't think they had a playable. Oh no. Uh, going on, I think they were just showing off the exact video that's being on their Steam page. Because mm. I was just talking with uh, the. I can't remember their team. Their team of two or three. I can't remember their names right now. Sorry, dudes. It's been a while. <laughs> oh wait, I'm but right. yeah, we talked. Yeah. Um, so this is a. I, I wrote about this one like last year because they hit the Kickstarter and they did this the Square Enix Collective, mm. and this game like cleaned up on it. Like they raised, uh, I forget the exact amount. Actually, let's see if I can find it. But they raised a shit ton of money um, mm. to get this game funded. Let me see if I can just quickly pull it up. I might pick it up while someone else talks. It looks it looks good. Like I was I was into it. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna get it. A hundred eight. Oops, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. One hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars is what they raised. So, oh nice. nice. And this nice. is an RPG. <coughs> it's uh sort yeah. It has RPG yeah, elements. It's uh, I'm looking at like a turn-based battle thing under their about section on the website. Yeah, so they have that, and then I think they also have some like FTL kind of gameplay going on where you build your ship and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, cool. and so it's like other things. The mashup. Yeah. 
Yeah, it looks like it'll be really fun to play. Yeah. Cool. So it's on my list. Ah, uh, their last stretch goal that they didn't hit was a PlayStation 4 version. Damn it. Dudes, uh, let's get this on the Wii U. <laughs> uh, I don't see that on here. I don't even see, like, Xbox One on here. Sad. It'll be on the NX. Oh, nice. It won't be on the NX. I'm not announcing that. <laughs> it might be on the NX. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this game would do really well on the Wii U, I think. I think so, too. The touch screen, the touch screen and all that stuff. Yep. To manage the crew and battles and stuff. Yep. It'd be awesome. Cool. Uh, all right. Number three. Uh, the Really Serious Game Company um, released the chapter two of uh, Real Army Simulator. So, uh, nice. oh, do you have that one? I don't think I have that one open. Oh, you better get it open. So, it's a uh, Really Serious Game Company is comprised of two people. Uh, I include their Twitter handles. Um, you, I'm going to completely mess up the one but uh yif yif i can't pronounce it i'm sorry but <laughs> she uh they, was in the israeli army so this is like a story based off of of that uh experience but it's that more of like it's, that's yeah, a hard one yeah i don't know <laughs> help me out how do you how would you how do you pronounce that uh why fat sake i don't know it's tough when it's alive on the podcast you fat shake I have see, no clue. If you click so. the the Twitter, it says Sila. So Sila, um, it, it's it's like oh, yeah? A, yeah, it's more of a lighthearted, uh, satirical, choose your own adventure narrative game based on the two mandatory service years in the Israel Israel Army. Um, hmm. So you can check it out. I started playing a little bit of it. It's free. It's uh, it's, it's story driven. There's screenshots. You can kind of see how there's like the text, and then you have to kind of choose which way, mm-hmm. like which kind of next screen you want to go down. Oh, cool. Cool. So chapter two, so there's chapter like so there's two chapters and it's free to play, so just uh hit up the main website for the game to check it out. Damn it. And I'm sorry I butchered the Twitter handle. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well Brad, why don't you give it a shot? Uh it's yeah. probably like Yeah, that's what guy I thought. Fat, uh Shaik? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's pretty much exactly what I tried to say. Uh, so check it out it's a uh, story driven free game for creating Toronto so everyone should uh, give it a shot and uh, I like I liked what I played it's an interesting art style mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm digging so it's a choose your own adventure essentially with a little like more of a more of a detailed one yeah and it's it's like a it's a topic I guess that would be really serious but they you know they'd spin some sort of humor Jackie. yeah some some uh, satire kind of in it so it's not like reliving like what it's like to be in the army right right cool They're I liked neat. it yeah it's neat cool um, number four Dragon of Legends hits Kickstarter Brett already kind of mentioned this earlier in the podcast but good friends at Thrive Games uh, finally launched their Kickstarter for Dragon of Legends which is their pixel uh, RPG online RPG um, planned for PC Mac Linux all that stuff uh, there, I believe the Kickstarter is at six uh, sixty thousand um, dollars. No, they're up to ten thousand now. Sorry, what I mean is like it's a max. Like their their, oh, their goal sorry. is sixty, and yeah, they're at nine thousand nine hundred fourteen right now. With uh, with still twenty seven days left to go, uh, I pledge this one. I think ten bucks gets you like a copy of the game, so you can just do ten bucks. But this game's awesome. Awesome. I've been following it for a while. Uh, 
Thrive Games guys are really cool people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met the composer at GTD. Really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a Wilfred Laurier graduate, and nice. uh, and the music. I mean, I'm glad we got to hear it because we weren't sure if we were going to get the audio rolling um, at GTD, but uh, we got it through the laptop at least, and it was uh, it was good, man. Good, good, mm. good music. Really puts you. Right yeah, I got it. Next time, I got to make sure, figure out the uh, audio situation. Yeah, well, I, I mean, well, if you let me know in advance, I can bring a little pair of Fostex or something, like a little pair of something that I can connect to a laptop or whatever. Nice. But, um, yeah, it really put me in the mood. It was nostalgic, you know. It kind of felt a little bit like um, some of the themes mm-hmm. from Link to the Past or something like that, a little bit edgier. You know, there's some synthetic elements and stuff in there. It was good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got that vibe for sure. Like the link, It feels like Link to the Past and, and those sort of SNES RPGs. Yeah. Um, it looks awesome. I, I pledged to it and like right away. I'm, I'm excited for it too. Yeah, I pledged day one. I went with the uh, – I hit the 25 package. Yeah, I did the 25 one as well. What do you get there? Uh, so on the $25 one, the in-game founder title, in-game founder pack, exclusive digital wallpaper and digital poster, founder title, and expanded avatar, including all the past stuff. So like the copy of the game and and, and stuff like that. Cool. Cool. $50 gets you a – it's like a poster. Yeah, a poster that they ship to you. Um, you know, 250 bucks, you get to cre- kind of help with the creation of it. Um, the the very last one is the twenty five hundred is a dungeon master, and so you get exclusive in game skin title uh, and like basically a whole bunch of stuff. But you basically like work on boss counters and stuff like that. So I really hope they meet their goal. That'd be awesome. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean they they're on a good roll. Like you know they've hit uh, one out of six, which is what's that like seventeen percent or so uh, after like a few after a like, couple days. So. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, hopefully, like you know, a couple podcasts from now, we'll talk. We'll be talking about like their stretch goals and stuff like that because they do have some. So they also hinted. Someone on Twitter asked, uh, you know, what about console releases? PS4, Xbox One, uh, and they just kind of said, you know, wait for our stretch goals. So I'd imagine that you know, if they raise more money, then they can start opening up to other platforms. Yeah. One thing they did mention at GDD, and you would know if you were there. Just saying. Okay, yeah. I went, <laughs> I'm sorry I wasn't there. I went to a Raptors game. I had the tickets month, like months in advance. Whatever. Just play it. But they did mention that, you know, uh, part of their goal with the game is so that it's like really well integrated between uh, platforms. And they kind of uh, sort of limited the scope a little bit to uh, mobile and, and PC, I believe, so that because they knew they'd be able to get those to play together well. In yeah. terms of the like the online capabilities, okay. Yeah. Um, but then, but obviously, that doesn't restrict, say, having um, you know a PlayStation community and a you know an Xbox community or something. But that mm-hmm. the chances of them being able to get it to talk between a PlayStation and Xbox were probably not going to happen. No, I don't think any game. Some games talk between the PC and the PS4 or the Xbox One and, yeah. the, and the PC, but I don't think any game will ever talk between like the two. Like between Xbox One and PS4, right. not yeah. if Nintendo has something to say about it. If you've been reading the NX rumors, yeah, that, those are weird rumors. Let's talk about that at the end of the podcast because I do want to talk more about the NX. But that was weird when I read that. I was like, "How do you even legally do that?" But we'll we'll find out. Tease. Gotta get through Rod Bird first. <laughs> yep. Go. 
So hit up the Dragon Legends uh, fundraiser, the Kickstarter rather. Check it out. It's the game looks awesome. Looks gorgeous too. Um, we'll have more on it. Um, let's get this game funded. Cool. Uh, number five, which I'm going to uh, two. There's two separate stories, but I'm squishing them into one cause it's the same game. But Dashy Square, which is a uh, like a infinite runner that's uh, you know influenced by Geometry Dash on the phone. If you've been playing that, hmm. uh, that's hit Kickstarter as well and uh, Steam. Um, uh, Greenlight, so you know, vote for the game on Steam Greenlight and uh, contribute to the Kickstarter as well. The Kickstarter, I think, is is like much less. It's really just to kind of pay off for the, the Steam Greenlight fee. Um, but similar similar stuff. If you, I think it's like five bucks and you get a copy of the game. But there's a trailer on there, and uh, the guy is really active on Twitter too. So hit him up mm-hmm. on Twitter. Let him know your thoughts on the game. Uh, I played it on my phone. It was one of the games I had on my phone when I was in Japan. So. Uh, it's 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 fun. I liked it. Whoa, that's trippy. I didn't know that that uh, it had a like reverse gravity or like flip upside down mechanic. In yeah, some of the levels get like crazy because it starts to like just rotate. Other times it just like spins and like it zooms in and out and stuff like that. Portals um, and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, like it's crazy. It's funny too. Like you can dress up your little character and there's like a Super Saiyan one and and stuff like that. Jeez, um, that is trippy, man. Hmm. Cool. All right. So good luck to uh, um, Kaz San. I'm trying to find his Twitter. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Kaz San just, on Twitter, I believe. I just put my, my screen rotation on lock on my phone and just rotate my screen while it's rotating so I don't have to <laughs> actually I, move. I do that too because Geometry Dash does you know a similar thing where it's like it's upside down. I lock my screen, pause the game, and I flip my phone over. <laughs> I can't do it. So I did similar stuff with that <coughs> game too. I just lock the screen and then you just kind of rotate your phone as necessary. Um, number, uh, what number was that? Five? Number six. Yep. Forbidden Desert uh, has been submitted to the iOS store. So Forbidden Desert is the board game sequel to Forbidden Island. Oh, yes. Yep. Uh, Bun Mash Games, uh, personal friend of mine that I've known outside of the site, um, worked on both games and he let me know that they've submitted Forbidden Desert to the uh, to the app store for release so give it a couple of weeks and, and it'll probably be out on the, the app store uh, it's for an iPad it's really like he sent me the screenshots and I thought they were just like really like colorful and, and everything like that uh, I haven't played Forbidden Desert um, yet but I will when this game comes out I believe Forbidden I- or Forbidden Island was like a Patreon reward too back in November so yeah. Patrons, you uh, you know, if you liked Forbidden Island when you got it back in November, you can consider hitting this one up too. Yeah, tweet it out. Let us know. Um, so, mm. quote from Sean: uh, I can't wait for the board game gamers out there to get their hands on this. We spent a lot of time fine tuning over the last month, and I think the game is playing really well. When it lands in the App Store, players can expect beautiful artwork, fun animations, and two UI, and the same incredible challenge with the original game. Watch out, Forbidden Desert is a tough one. Yeah, he told me that this one is like way harder than Forbidden Island, so. Mm. No, is it coming to the Google Store? <clears throat> uh, I don't think so. Forbidden Island, I believe, is only on <laughs> is only on Droid. Let me actually hey. an iPad, right? I was. Or sorry, it's only on Forbidden Island. Is only on iPad. You're confusing me, bro. Well, you know, yeah, Forbidden Island on iOS. Well, I hope Button Mash Games throws this on the Droid so I can play it. <laughs> 
Let's see. <laughs> Hook it up, guys. Oh, what? Oh, that's not a good site. Well, you know, Brett, like how, how difficult is it if you have an iPad app that's working, that's out there, that's selling, you know, functional to get it on to, to make that switch? Is it hard? All, it all depends on how they made it, how they built it, really. Really. If they did it native, Apple native code, then it'll take a while for them because then they'd have to create it native for Droid. So, mm-hmm. But if they made it all in Unity, then... I think it's a it's a it's still a pain, but yeah, like it'll take time. It always takes time, but it just depends on how they built it. I think cool. uh, I, I I don't know, but I think because it's it's designed for an iPad. Like you need it. Like the idea is you put you put the iPad on the table and then you like play with friends around the table or whatever. And so it doesn't really fit like the phone. And I don't know if Android are Android tablets like really dope. Yeah. Like, well, I was going to say popular. Like, I've never met anyone who has an Android tablet except for you, I guess. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even think I've ever even seen one outside of work. <laughs> so you see, I don't know. Actually, I, I'm not. I really don't know how popular the uh, tablet, the Droid tablets are. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if if your game's kind of focused for a tablet audience, then iPad's the logical t- step. And then Wii U. Get this game on Wii U. That'd be sick. Yeah, that was like I remember that in that uh, that video the when Nintendo first released like what their controller would look like. That was like one of their um, cool. concepts, like people sitting at a table playing uh, tic tac toe and stuff. Yeah, which they never fell through with that one. Though. No, I don't think there's any. I, maybe Nintendo Land has some stuff. I, I didn't play too much in Nintendo Land. Mm. Um, what they really need to do, we're getting off topic again, but what they really need to do with NX or sorry with Wii U is like. Someone like a dungeon master controlling players, uh, yeah. Just like a even like a Diablo clone, and then just like kind of messing around with like the map and stuff. Mm. That'd be cool, but never happened. <laughs> Maybe the we'll NX. get there. Maybe we'll the, get there. The NX. So cool. So Forbidden Desert. Uh, look forward for that one um, pretty soon. Probably in the next couple weeks. You next. Next, uh, number. Next. I keep forgetting the numbers. Number seven, I believe so. Uh, second from the end, fortified. <laughs> second, <laughs> second last one, fortified for platform games released next month. Yay, yay! Uh, this is a the tower defense sort of nineteen fifties alien invasion game uh, that I got to play last year. Enjoyed it. It's actually my like most anticipated game for this year. So. When they were like, yo, it's coming out in a month. I was like, yeah, yeah. This does look super dope. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably be getting it on Steam. Yeah, it's hitting Steam and Xbox One on February 3rd, I believe. Let me actually just... That's what you wrote. Yeah, February 3rd. Feb 3rd. <laughs> no no live edits this time yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's looking great. So Fort 5 <laughs> is an explosive strategy shooter where players will defend the Earth against a menacing Martian invasion in the 1950s. Plays one of our four pulp-inspired heroes as they fight swarms of terrifying robots with an arsenal of Cold War-era weapons and experimental technology. Protect the city by building a network of defensive structures, commanding an army, and jumping into battle against dangerous skyscraping attackers. Fight for Earth alone or up with four friends for the ultimate co-op defense experience. I would love to get you know the, the three of us to play this game. I, I when I when I played it, it was my girlfriend. And I we played together and had a blast. But with three or four players, like it would probably just like. I really wish they would put a Native American character in for me. 
Uh, well, you can talk to them. You can tweet at them at Clapfoot and uh, let them know. There's only one girl character, and my girlfriend was like, I only picked her because it's the only girl character. So, so Steve. What's up? When, when you're playing this, um, are you always on the street, or can you, like, scale the, the buildings? I think you can fly a little bit. You, uh, let me, you can set turrets and stuff on the buildings mm-hmm. and certain, like, certain mm-hmm. things. Um but I believe your character, you can jump, but you can't, like, there isn't, like, kind of little buildings. You can't, like, get on top of those buildings and shoot downwards sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, not those small ones, so you can never really take the higher ground. It's just that you're always kind of right in the middle of the battle. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So there was kind of, you can place, like, for instance, my character had, like, a freezing sort of uh, blast that, mm-hmm. like, you can put on the side of the wall, and it would just freeze enemies. And there was kind of, like, three levels you can put them up, so... For those, like, first, like, there's characters that are the smaller dudes who are just on the ground. Then there was kind of, like, these flying enemies. And mm-hmm. then there's, like, the boss. Like, there's UFOs and boss enemies that are, like, this giant robot and stuff. Um, but your character was kind of stationed on the ground. Right, right. I have one question. What's up? This game looks incredibly easy. So is it? Um, is there a challenge in this game? Because, like, I feel like I could rip through this puppy. When we played it, we had quite a difficult time. Um, playing some of the levels, they told us that the the level that we had a tr- huge trouble with, I forget it was like three or four, mm-hmm. they said that they did make it like a little too difficult, they thought. Nice. Um, and then we played some other levels, and we had a challenge, uh, I would say, but it was kind of, I mean, I played an early version of it, so what I would yeah. say is that some levels were a little bit too easy, and some levels were a little bit too hard, so it didn't mm-hmm. really have that of a flow of difficulty, but I think that was sort of the feedback that, that they took from like play play test. So I would hope that they've now kind of made it more, uh, a linear progression upwards instead of like the roller coaster that I, that I saw. Mm. Cool. I look forward to playing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped for this one. Cause this one on PS4. I, I'll play it on steam, but I would love a PS4 version of this. Or a Wii U version. <clears throat> <laughs> Listen, Wii U, there's not going to be many Wii U games. Come on. You know that. <laughs> I don't lose hope. It's going to be, I mean, hopefully Nintendo, again, we're getting off topic, right? You keep bringing up NX, but, or Wii U, but. I'm excited, man. Excited. Yeah, I hear you, but I feel like we won't see any more Wii U games, really, unless Nintendo is like, yes, there will be, like, Wii U games will be easily playable on the NX. Just like how Wii games, it's just like a Wii inside the, yeah. the console, so. Um, we'll see, but no Wii U version. No, at this time it's, it's Xbox one and steam. So play it on steam. You can stream it at what, what's your streaming again, Brett? TV smoke. TV I will smoke. be streaming that one. Actually. There you go. It's on my list. Cool. So, so yeah, fortify Clafo games. Get excited for this one. Uh, I'm pumped. Pumped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last one, number eight, nine, 10, eight. Uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time heading into PlayStation 4 next month. So this was a, another Xbox One and Steam game um, that hit Steam or that hit um, that released last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad, I believe it was your game of the year, wasn't it? Game of the year. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I have it on Steam. Played it. Really dug it. Didn't like beat it, but I did play a pretty decent amount of it. Um, but now it's coming to PS4, so I'm just going to pick up on PS4. So it's coming February 9th, I believe. Nice. nice. Just before Valentine's Day. So 
asteroid base, team up with a friend or pet space cat in one-player mode, and take control of a huge spaceship, space battleship, dashing in between turrets, engines, shields, and super weapons to battle the evil forces of anti-love, rescue kidnapped space bunnies, and avoid a vacuumy demise. The League of Very Empathetic Rescue Space Knots Lovers is depending on you. So, uh, so both of you guys have played this at one point or another, right? Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Is this a good game to play with your significant other or no? Uh, no, it, it is. I One player is, is fine, but two players is like where it's at. Yeah. But, um, but like, you know, for instance, Katie's not really a gamer, mm-hmm. but she does enjoy playing games occasionally if they're accessible enough. Uh, like if I just if I don't ask her to like move around from place to place and just ask her to like man one weapon, like would you she might, be it? You might you might find some difficulty with some of the later levels if you just kind of tell her to right. to man or or what you can do is uh, just have her kind of control the ship. Um, oh, cool! And then you can control the weapons and stuff like that. That's a, that's an interesting idea. Um, some of the more hectic scenarios though, you might find some trouble, but uh, it's definitely like. It's, you want to play this with like someone though, like it's right somebody who can like really dive in. Yeah, or just really just like you just want to play it with like a second person because then that's when you're like yeah. freaking out and and like telling people to go places <clears throat> and, and like only one it, person controls the like one thing at a time. So like only one person can tell where the ship is going and stuff like that. So it it, it causes some hectic environments. I think. Mm. Cool. So I would uh, I would recommend picking it up. The, for you and the lady Valentine's Day, man. Oh, I'm going to be busy on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Game day on uh, Great Ham Jam. Great Ham yep. Jam. I'll make face. Um, so that's it for that's it for the news then. That was jam-packed. That was – I couldn't believe like how much stuff. And I missed uh, Far Cry Primal. Some stuff came out because that game's coming out like a month too. So we'll have more on that next month. but Or next next week, sorry. Next week, next yeah. week. For sure. Um yep. So asteroid, asteroid base. Follow them on Twitter as well. So that's that's it for the news. Do we have a closing news sound? Sound? I forget. News, 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 news. news. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's it for the news. <laughs> I, <did that. laughs> I don't think we have an outro for the news yet. Thanks so. and good luck. News over. <laughs> <laughs> news time done. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. So <laughs> I hyped it up last week, and we kind of already talked about a little bit about it in the podcast, but uh, Oddbirds. Uh, no, no more NX. <laughs> Maybe this next game's coming to the NX. I don't know. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but so Oddbird Studios is a six-person team over at Sheridan College uh, who worked or who's making a game, Arrowheads, uh, that's currently just like uh, you know working on like a on PC, um, but they want to release it or sorry, they want to have it kind of a really good playable version for Level Up. Uh, in April, level up being the like student uh, video game kind of. Uh, I think I'm going to check level up out this year. I went yeah. last year. It's awesome. There's a lot of like solid bins there. Yeah, I think I'm yeah. going to. I think I'm going to partake in it this year just to check it out. Maybe judge it if they let me. <laughs> I, I definitely do. want to go down for sure. <laughs> all three. All three of us can go down for a Toronto game does. And I think this game's going to be a hit at it. To be honest, I think so too. Like. The, it's so a little bit about the game uh if you it's it's a sort of battle arena your characters are shooting arrows at each other multiplayer mayhem sort of game if you are familiar with towerfall on on oh yeah and ps4 it's sort of like mm-hmm. a 3d version of towerfall so 
it's all about making it's like the the best moments in the game are like when you make those like crazy shots yeah uh, and stuff like that and there's a well i I got together with the guys because these are sheridan students and i went over to uh you know it's a short walk for me 20 minute walk and we uh got together at the pub there first had some beers and just talked games really good group of guys super nice and then, uh, yeah, they just took me into this one room there, and we just played for like an hour. And nice. it was awesome. We had a really good time because I had the advantage. I mean, you guys played in different circumstances, but everybody got to play with a, at least a couple of people, right? Mm, I did. I played with uh, my girlfriend. I played it last night. So I only got to play with, with two players. It definitely shines. You know, they said, like, you know, it shines with three to four players. So, um, you know, I'll, I I'll played leave. four players. Yeah. That Dan, I'll open the floor to you to kind of keep going. Brett, we'll, we'll get your take, and then I'll, I'll kind of close it off. So, Dan, cool. sorry. Yeah, so I got to play I got to play four. I got to play more than four because everybody was kind of swapping controllers and just getting a chance to, to do our thing. And, like, I, you know, it's, it's a game that you can immediately grasp onto. It's not super difficult. You know, I, I'm, I'm a gamer, not as much as you guys are, but I mm. play quite a bit. And, <clears throat> you know, it only took me about, five minutes, five to ten minutes to really settle in to the point where I was actually starting to get the developers and starting to kill them sometimes. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Because it was, at first I was getting slaughtered. Me and, yeah. me and Brendan. <laughs> Brendan's, I guess, he's the guy on the team who gets slaughtered every single time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's kind of a running joke with them. But <clears throat> Step up your game, Brendan. Yeah, step it up. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually talking about uh, using that as a... Uh, uh, I can't remember like uh, an achievement or something like getting Brendan to just get losing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like as we're playing it, they just have a ton of ideas. Like like Brett was saying about uh, Auto Age there. It's, uh, it's a vertical slice, right? So we played mm-hmm. the game uh, in its current state and they're just, just left, right and center. All of these great ideas are popping out from these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like how cool would it be if one character... If if the arrows, for instance, didn't just uh, you don't just die after one arrow, but it just sticks in your body and you're running around with it, and you just have a longer campaign, and by the end of the of maybe a time trial or something like that, the guy with the most arrows stuck in their body loses or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? That'd be cool. Um, yeah, which would be an interesting thing because it'd be fun to watch a guy running around with like thirty arrows stuck. Yeah. In mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> the power ups are great. Lots of cool mechanics in there already. Um, yeah. At this early stage, like, you know, they've got a fire mechanic. And if you run into it, uh, you'll light on fire and you got three seconds. But you could jump into water or you could go and light and just rub against everybody else, light them on fire, and then jump into water and create a whole new strategy mm-hmm. you know, to get a bunch of kills really quick. Um, but there was a lot of interesting stuff they were talking about. I'm not going to obviously unveil it all. But uh, they, they're really, really excited about this. And you can tell in the room is like a certain amount of energy there. Yeah. And right away it was just just laughs. It kind of reminded me of the 13 a.m. games guy, right? You know, when they they sat down and made that game, their whole point was to get as many people around as possible and just play and have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And it turned into a really chaotic experience. And and these guys, it's a similar thing. You know, they want they want four people there, and they want to create a crowd, and they want people to really dive in. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've made a game that even at this early stage is already addicting because I didn't really want to put it down for, you know, a good 45 minutes. I was mm-hmm. sitting there with it 
And uh, if I, didn't, I wouldn't have left if I didn't have somewhere to be. <laughs> it just kept jamming. Nice. So, so yeah, nice. I'm sure what Brett will say will will spawn some other uh, some other things for me. But uh, but that was my initial impression. You know, it's really strong considering it's just a vertical slice in the early stages here. Mm-hmm. Um, excited to see where they take it. Yeah, just as uh, before, Brett, you start. Uh, dishing out your criticisms uh, <laughs> uh just as a reminder like you can follow them on twitter um to kind of keep up to the game because they have like tweeted been tweeting about it and stuff and then i'm just going to find their twitter account so i don't screw it up Oddbird studio so just follow them on twitter at Oddbird studio and plus yeah. all of them are on twitter like it's Oddbird cody Oddbird brendan Oddbird josh zach and ben um i thought there, there's a sixth guy too but I don't, he's not coming up on the list but uh, follow them on Twitter and and check out the game and stuff like that. And I'll probably also try to do a little write up uh, for the site as well. But um, Brett, I open the floor to you. Oh, Uh-oh. Cody! I think Cody's the guy that you missed there. Oh, damn! Yeah, <laughs> no, Cody's first. Cody, Brendan, Josh, oh. Zach, Ben. Sorry, the sixth guy. I'm missing you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sixth guy. <laughs> Let me see if I can stalk their Twitter to see if I can find it. But, uh, Brad, if you want to maybe... Yeah, let's hear what you got to say, Brad. I'm curious. If you just want to explain, like, how, like, basically your environment, how you played. All right. So I played it at work. We were uh, doing crunch time. So I used it as a way for us to just take a little break from crunching, <laughs> and uh, which turned out pretty good. So I had four people playing it. It was me, uh, Tom, Tom, and Melissa. And... Uh, we kind of just like hogged it and played it. Yeah. So we weren't really sharing it with anyone else because we were just getting right into it. Um, it took us a little bit to get into it as well, like to get comfortable with it. Because mm-hmm. like we're all, uh, most likely we're all just like frazzled because of crunch time. So we were just like, all right, let's play it. And then we started playing it. And it was like the very first thing we were sitting there, we were all stuck in the uh, character oh. select screen. Right. And we were sitting there and we we're like, Okay, everyone pushed A to get in and all that jazz. And then we're just sitting there. We're like, we're talking, waiting for it to start. <laughs> and we didn't even realize that uh, like, we had to it. start moving. So we were just sitting there talking about some stuff. And then someone was like, how come it hasn't started yet? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't make it. <laughs> so <laughs> we're like watching it. And then someone like hit their controller. And the, the character started moving. And we're like, oh, wait, we can move now. So we started like moving around. And then we're like what do we do to start the game? So it took us a little bit, but we figured it out. Did you, uh, did you play, because they sent me, or they sent us like an updated version, and I think there was like words on the on the screen that said like, shoot the target to start. Yeah, I don't pay attention to words. All uh, right, yeah. <laughs> I, I like to play it without, like my, my whole goal, whenever I play anything is, I don't want to be told what to do. So I'd like to see how easy it is to figure it out just natively. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Without instructions. I hate instructions. So I want to see if I can figure it out naturally and just be like, okay, I get it. If it's that easy to do, then it's a good game. So, Because um, I always find people use uh, text as a crutch to explain things and mm-hmm. not let the player experience it. Right. So this game, is, like I liked how you could experience it, but it took us a little bit to figure out that we were experiencing it. Right. Um, it's mi- pretty minimal, though. I mean, it was just. Oh like, no! It's like, yeah, yeah it's in that case, it's not like we have a five-minute tutorial or something like that. No, it, it was. It was. It fine. did a pretty good job of giving you just enough info 
yeah. to get you going on it. Yeah. Like even without even reading it, like all four of us we were sitting there, we were running around in our little rectangles, and then someone accidentally shot the the, the target, and we're like, oh, okay, that's how we do it. Yeah. So we we eventually that. figured it out, and it was like, <laughs> all right, cool. That was ten minutes of our time, <laughs> but it was fine because even afterwards we're like, because uh, I screwed up and reset the game, and we're like, okay. We, we already know what we're doing. We can get in really quick. So it was, it was simple once we figured it out. Um, and we did figure it out over time. So that was a, a good thing. It just took us some time to get there. Um, then when we were actually playing the game, uh, everyone really enjoyed playing it. Like, we all enjoyed it. Especially after we, like, got familiar with it. Because I personally, when I was playing it, I didn't like the jump button at first. Mm. I was kind of like, I don't think this button needs to be here. And I didn't like the placement of it at first on the controller. And then I was like, okay, there's one on the, the trigger as well. And I think it was A button was also jump. And I'm like, how can I flick and jump? And then I was like, okay, I'll use the trigger. And then eventually as I played, the, the jump started becoming more part of my strategy, so to speak, mm-hmm. or my technique. Um, but that was cool. I think you can like uh, map the buttons to the control, like different. Mm. Uh, I, I didn't I, even look into that. Like I just it, dove right in. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I feel I feel what you're saying. Like it definitely, it, it's something that may, may feel awkward at first, but then you realize why they came up with it because yeah. it actually. Oh, okay. Actually, that I don't think I would have put it somewhere different now. Now that I've gotten mm-hmm. used to where it is. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think uh, when you add in jump, though, you have to figure out how jump is actually being used mm-hmm. because. Playing the level itself, I feel like jump isn't being used efficiently. Um, specifically on the Mayan level, or the, yeah, I'm calling it the Mayan, the temple level. Right. Uh, the jump gaps are too long. Um, I don't feel like you can jump them smoothly with using the jump. So it's just like I tried to jump the gap. Maybe it's just my timing. I was, I was tired playing. So <laughs> I was. I was in crunch mode. So it was a different <laughs> mindset. So maybe my timing was off, but. Uh, I felt like I couldn't make any of the jumps efficiently to avoid shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but eventually the jump did become a part of our, all of our gameplay. Because even a lot of us were like, well, who cares about jump right now? But then eventually we started seeing people doing like jump jump lob shots yeah. and other things, jumping out of the way of stuff. I jumped all the time afterwards. I wasn't even using it to traverse so it's just more to move around. Yeah. yeah, just to move around. It was like, I'm going to make it harder for you to hit me. Exactly. So, yeah. And there was a dash, good. too. Did you guys use the dash? With, with what? There's a dash? Oh, I missed, yeah, I, I missed the dash. Yeah, there's a dash. And the dash is great because you can dash mid-jump. So oh, uh, those, long, those longer jump gaps, you could probably get with a, with a jump-dash combo. What happens, I don't remember what, that on any trigger. Yeah, what happens if you dash into someone? Do you just stop or do you like kind of stun them or something? I believe... Oh uh, yeah, you stun you stun when you dash into somebody. Oh, it'll, it'll I didn't even know there was a dash stun. button. Yeah, I, totally I missed a dash. believe it's uh, the one right on top of A. Is that B, the blue one? Eventually, I started just using triggers, the trigger, right. the jump trigger, because I didn't yeah. think the deep, uh, the A pad, uh, the button pad was even useful. I didn't, I didn't like how it was using. I was using it, so right. I was using the Actually, trigger mostly. Come to, to jump. think of it, maybe it's not um, B. Maybe I thought I wanted it to be B because then I could rock my thumb between A and and the one above it, which I believe is B, to uh, to do like yeah. a quick jump dash combo. Um, but yeah, it was uh, that was an interesting because that 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 might actually help those those longer gaps too. Once you get that, yeah. Together. The I only did, one I, thing. I, okay, so I didn't know the dash existed, right. but if the dash exists, 
it shouldn't be used to make the jumps jumpable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Jump mm-hmm. should always be able to be like a jumpable thing. Like you should be able to do it unless it's like the biggest gap ever. I was going to say when you would have like a jump where that you can make, but then there'd be some jumps where you have yeah. to dash and jump. Not right. all like, jumps. If but. there's a jump that you can see that is clearly small <laughs> enough for the jump to make, then you'd be like, okay, I can naturally make this thing. But right. if you know that it's a two, at least a two jump wide, then you know you should be dashing. So like, just, yeah, just some tweaking to that. That just minor thing. But I didn't even know there was a dash button, so that could change my whole experience now. I'll, I'll tell so. you, uh, there was this. Um, the the only one thing that did you guys ever get it when you're watching a movie and the character's sort of looking off screen at something. And subconsciously, your your body kind of like tilts over to see kind of what's around the corner, yeah. even though there's no way you could see what's there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was getting that a little bit when I was playing. Uh, whenever, like, let's say somebody else had the higher ground, mm. and I grabbed <clears throat> and I pulled right back, and I waited for the uh, the arrow sort of, um, you know, that trajectory mm-hmm. to to get as close as possible to that guy. But I was never really going to quite get there. Yeah. It'd be nice to say have something on maybe the other joystick or maybe pushing both shoulder uh, mm. triggers together or something that would allow you to kind of uh, tilt your perspective or mm. like, like, like allow you to sort of raise your arms a little bit to get mm. a little bit more of a trajectory. Mm. Um, because there was moments where I was like, oh, I just wish I could just, you know, I, I wish his shoulders weren't stuck right here. I wish he could just like lean his shoulders back to give me a little mm. bit more of a trajectory and, and, and maybe peg, maybe have a better chance of pegging that guy who's got the higher ground. Um, I mean, obviously, the higher ground is a strategical thing. If you're up there, then mm. uh, then then you you've got that advantage. But you still have yep. an advantage if you're if you're trying to make you know if you're if you're adding that extra amount of time and you're yep. needing both fingers or something like that and you you can't necessarily move, um, but but you want to take you want to try and uh, and get a higher you know arc mm. on your shot. Because uh, your yeah. arc is kind of fixed at this point, it's just the amount of time that you spend holding back that button, right? Or right. holding yeah. back that that uh, that trick or that joystick. That was like the only thing. Everything else, I was really feeling. Yeah, it was. It and was, then that didn't bother me after a while either. You know what I mean? Once mm. you started gonna get got used to what uh, maybe I personally would consider a limitation, but but not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like I didn't miss it. I just played within it and and had a lot of fun. You know. Mm-hmm. Like there's some things in the game, um, it was all pretty good. Like for what it is right now, it's a pretty tight experience. Like I, I think it'll do well. Um, I was thinking like the one thing people didn't know what power ups they had, so a display for that would be nice. Yeah, that was the um, one thing for me too. You, you like you. I kind of uh, memorized it because I think it was in an order. Like it was like bear trap fire and then homing missile. Oh really? So eventually, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's an order to it. I, I, it didn't seem like that for me, or at least the starting one didn't seem that way because mm-hmm. there was only like there was only the two of us, right? So as soon as like someone died, the game was over. So we never really yeah. got to the point of having multiple uh, right. power ups. Mm-hmm. But the starting power up always seemed to be like a little bit different. But it's right. I just would shoot it, and all of a sudden there'd be like a fire arrow. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know like I had yeah. a, a fire arrow. By the way, the the last uh, odd bird. Uh, that I miss is Shay. Um, Shay, that's right. Shay. Odd, odd bird Shay, S H A E. So you can follow all of them on Twitter. But um, sorry, Brett, continue. Uh, so yeah, there was that. I was like, oh, I wish I knew what I did have so I could strategize mm-hmm. of how I was going to use it. Um, but that's just like a minor thing. Um, what else was there? I really, I think going forward, 
the levels should have some really environmental things going on because sometimes when people have the high ground, it's hard to take them down. So uh, something to do in the environment to kind of help counter that so you can even the playing field a little bit would be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be cool um, if there's like a, a switch like on the bottom of it. That, yeah, something. That activates to, every whatever that rolls a ball down a yeah. boulder or something that they have to like leave the high ground. Something like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought that too, like environmental stuff. Uh, and maybe they got that planned, um, but uh, I thought some, yeah. I thought some environment stuff would be cool to just add to the chaos of the, the game, yeah. right? Because the to me, these games are always the best. The more like chaotic they are, yeah. Uh, so the more just like shit that you can just throw in there, like yeah, it, just the funner it would be. Like they need to have a proximity mine uh, arrow just to throw a mine on somebody, and then they have to run towards you to blow everybody up, like. Yeah. <laughs> Just something that, crazy that, on That's them. actually a great idea because you could, if you had a proximity mine arrow, you could just lodge it into a tree and then just stay yep. away from that all game and yeah. let somebody yep. else run into it later, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like that's the thing. The idea that they've latched onto here really spawns a lot of other creative ideas. And mm-hmm. they, were, they were spouting them out left, right, and center when, uh, when we were hanging out. And yeah. it, it's kind of endless. And like obviously you guys are really creative minds too. And Brett's got all the kinds of ideas. I'm, I'm sure, you know, the, the idea of, of knowing what you've got um, will be uh, will be implemented at some point, you know, like we said, yeah. since it's early stages. But at this point, where, where the game's at now, I, I kind of feel like they would go to level up and they would have, you know, four people consistently trying to just just beat the crap out I of think each so. other. I think, yeah. I think so. Even, like, I, I have one, like, minor detail that I really, that really annoyed me in the game. Mm-hmm. And it was the, okay... The outline for the GUI, so when you're selecting like replay or main menu or quit, when it's on uh, a white outline on the bluish white background, I couldn't tell where I was, where my cursor was. Mm. So I would just ask them to switch that to a green or a blue or a gold, something that's that pops because it was quite annoying because I resetted the game multiple times because I didn't know where my cursor was. Right. So just a small that's just a small thing for just more that's mostly for the level up side of things like make sure your GUI is readable that people will know what they're doing no that that's um, smart because i mean when you're in the middle of developing a game there i'm sure there's lots of things that you just blow right past mm-hmm. that you know like for instance that menu there yeah. like when i when we were playing it i often accidentally uh toggled over to the quit side and then yep. somebody pushed uh you know the the accept button and then all of a sudden we quit and that happened a lot mostly mm. due to my fault but they're used to not doing that right yeah so then, uh, like, it's a good thing now they'll know that you know uh, some dolt like me is going to come and quit after every <laughs> match yeah <laughs> i had that i had that problem too but i thought uh i had a hell of a time trying to play this game because i didn't have a and it was totally my fault because i didn't have a 360 controller i had to borrow one from a friend uh, and the sync and stuff like just wasn't working. Um, and then I, what I ended up doing was downloading this like emulator that where I can connect my dual shot controller to my computer and then it would emulate like a 360 controller. So that ended up working, but the control wasn't I, I, like, I would sometimes mess up buttons and stuff like that. Um, and so I would ex- I exit the game like a decent amount of times, but I was just kind of playing to my controller setup. So uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, no, I totally I totally know what you're saying. But I'm not sure if we've mentioned it yet. Have we mentioned the name of the game yet? Arrowheads? It's Arrow, yeah, that's right. I don't know <laughs> if we actually did. I think I did at the start of the podcast, yeah. but right. The game is called Arrowheads. And um, uh, you can learn more about it at www.oddbirdstudio.co. 
yeah, yeah. They've got a couple of sort of preliminary. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of sketching through. Yeah, that's called the Avian Ruins. That that section. So the temple, mm. that temple section. I'm really excited to see what what they do when they start refining the graphics. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, when you go to albertstudio.co, you can see that it was very blocky architecture with some very small environmental things. I was just going to say that Wait. first GIF is like, now it makes sense because I remember seeing that GIF of just the two squ- like rectangles shooting mm-hmm. arrows at each other. And, um, and now it like makes and just like, Now it totally makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to see where they take it in terms of the, uh, the overall aesthetic of the game and then re- refine that from its sort of more... Um, the, the simple place that they're at right now i'm sure it's going to be i mean that's going to add so much and obviously when they get audio in the game there's no audio in the game yet but oh and you know what there's a there's a playable version of the game on oddbirdstudio.co so you can head there right now and uh and play the sort of alpha version of the game but you know just make sure uh that you give them your feedback because that's probably why they're doing this so mm-hmm. yeah totally tweet uh, that's their Adam. yeah tweet them make fun I of like- brendan and their main characters are birds, also. Yeah. Yep. So I hope they do like different characters and stuff like that. They have to like, no matter what happens at level up, they should carry on with this project. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah like definitely. they should just keep going with it because I think it, there is something there. Is it going to be like a hundred thousand units sold? Probably not, but it will still sell. Like it definitely will. Yes. Uh, I, I, like because you can kind of look at the genre in general is kind of dead right now. Like in gen- like the this co-op genre has died down, right? So it's still popular. Like I could definitely see people buying it just to for a drinking game in general. Because oh, I was I thinking about it, I was like, man, if I had a couple beers and some friends, like that's the only downside for me. I don't have enough. Fr- I don't have friends. So <laughs> oh, that's always the excuse, though. Eh? Like I've heard that. I mean, with Rumbo too, I heard the, that that same excuse so many times. Like. Oh, how am I going to get nine players into a room or yeah. eight players? Or like I'm working players? on it. This is the year of friends. So, but but it's it's it, it is important. Like you, like you said, it's a little bit dead, but it's only dead because people don't get together anymore. Like we need yeah. more games like this so that people can remember how fun it was to to play all in the same room. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because like, uh, at work we have a Wii U and we were playing some Mario Kart, uh, and you know we're we're staying a little bit behind and the Mario Kart on Wii U, like for some reason they don't put the game on the freaking gamepad for the one person, but they, they split the screen in four or whatever. And people were like, Oh, like it's so hard to like look at this game, like on fourth of a screen. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, did you ever play Goldeneye or Diddy Kong racing or any <laughs> of those shitty looking 64 games on like a 20 inch crappy television and just like dealt with it. Um, I, I think everyone, myself, is, is, is like for sure. Like I have so many fond memories of playing games just like this. Yeah, uh, of just like chilling at home with a couple buddies and just kind of just having like a chaotic like good time, like sleepovers and, and shit. Like this is yeah. this is what it's about. Um, this is what gaming is for me. Uh, so I'm excited. Uh, just a little bit about Level Up. It's uh, April sixth, two thousand sixteen. Um, and it is at the Design Exchange Center in Toronto, which, if it's the same one as last year, is like downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went last year and uh, had a great time. There's there's a lot of great games, a lot of passionate like gamers and students that that show off the games. There was like last year, there was like two floors and probably like fifty to sixty like different games and, and stuff. Nice. So I like I went there and I only played like three or four. Um, mm just because like i was kind of walking around talking to a bunch of people and and uh it was huge so 
uh, you know, follow them at Oddbird Studio on Twitter and uh, hit up their site, oddbirdstudio.co. Uh, download the game. Let them know what you think. Uh, chirp Brandon on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at their website right now, and I notice a sneaky little engine on there. I see it. <laughs> In the background there? Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that's the Brett. It better that's, be playable. I, that's for me. I asked them. I asked them, and they are like, oh, that's Brett. That's Brett's uh, character. That's right. <laughs> that's what I like seeing. Uh, any any final thoughts on the game or I um, say yeah I'm going first go ahead <laughs> I'm going to say it no matter what happens at level up like just keep pursuing this one because I, I think there is something there for it mm-hmm. like I think there is it's definitely a win for their little studio if they get it out there uh, it'll, they can definitely build on it so I think they just carry on with it it's, it's solid yeah, just guys, just drop out of school. Just like, just rock with this game. Don't even worry about no, it. No, no, no. Finish school, finish the game, and then see what happens from there. I think you have something here. There is something here. You know, there's mm-hmm. definitely something here for sure. As soon as the you know, as soon as the graphic, you know, when they start refining the graphics, figuring out all their gameplay mechanics, figuring out all the different types of gameplay like i like the idea of of one character just being riddled with arrows by the end of the match yeah uh, there's a lot of ideas that they were throwing around that were kind of like that um brett's idea too of the of the the bomb arrow just is hilarious i think that would be so much fun or know, the proximity mine arrow proximity yep. mine arrow Dual. exactly so i that, think uh i just want to add in there too like this is a game that you got to watch out for feature creeping so don't let that happen to you because you'll be in development hell forever. Um, plus, they could tweet me anytime if they need some pro advice. I'm always there. So, but yeah, watch feature creeping because it can happen with this game. I can already see it. Like I can already see it. Is that is that when you just like keep, kind of keep coming up with ideas and you don't finish yep. finalized product? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, you want it to be a nice, refined, tight experience, right? Yeah, that's what DLC is for, bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get those costumes and the extra level yep. map, map packs. Map pack. Oh yeah, this game. Yo, they can make money just off of map packs and deal and costumes. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah, all the map. I like all the maps too because they're just like kind of like the the battle arenas and stuff. And the mm-hmm. I like the I like the 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 the, the, the rooftop the one. The yeah, the hotel one. Um, mm. But the, all the other ones were cool, and so yeah. Looking forward to. I only got to play with like one other person, so looking forward to level up just for the the chance to play like with more people. I, think I was just thinking too. Destructible environments would be neat. Yeah, it would be have cool, time like, to do it if you do the bomb and then it like just kind of blows up and changes the map a little bit. But yeah, because like, I'm just looking at this like water tower. I'm like that'd be cool if you could blow that up and like drown people in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like you know this is sort of a clean slate, especially for a mind like Brett's, right? Who who's always thinking of game development ideas, you know, in his dreams. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, th- this type of blank slate it just inspires all kinds of ideas. Um, and I'm sure they're gonna it. they're gonna figure out they're gonna whittle it down to the best stuff and come up with something that's a, that's really mm-hmm. tight. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna be there too, man. We should all three of us should go and. and uh, and play this game. We'll we'll ma- we'll have a match at at. Oh, uh, at guys are going down. I played the developers. I'm on fire right now. There's no way you're gonna. <laughs> I actually did not do good against the other three people I played against, <laughs> which is odd. I should have like natural instincts with shooting arrows, but it, <laughs> it's just it just didn't work for me, guys. You guys tighten it up. Your bro. ancestors are so disappointed in you, bro. They were. I know they were, because <laughs> I had bad luck the next day. I just I had a bad day, and I'm like, hmm. 
Um, zeros. Like we can't continue on that train of thought because then for us it's just it's just like not right to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brett can make the joke, but I can't go ahead and like augment nope. the joke. That's a joke that ends with Brett. <laughs> I, I grew I grew up around uh, natives and and yeah, that doesn't count. No, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can I can go maybe a little bit farther, but I'm not going to. I'm, not, I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> Doesn't count, man. Before this might be Brett's last episode. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Uh, awesome. So yeah, check them out on Twitter. Check out the site. Uh, download the game yourself. Let them know. Uh, level ups in April. Um, thanks for reaching out, guys. Because it was it was their idea to kind of reach out to us and, and start get this going. So. Um, it, it was uh, it was awesome. It was really a lot of fun. So, Agreed. congrats to all of them, and uh, keep keep going with that momentum. I think um, we're, it's definitely a jam packed episode. So maybe let's uh, let's just kind of finalize it with the, the games we've been playing this week. Which I'm we, still I, rocking dust. Still <laughs> rocking dust. I don't think we we don't have a song for this 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 uh, section. For by games the way. that we're playing in this week. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> All right, Dan, you're still playing Dust? Dust? Still, play, still playing Dust, man. I'm about 70% through the story. Nice. Uh, I don't know if that includes like all of the extras and uh, you know the, the platinuming the game or whatever. There is, a, there is like kind of a little section in that game, like a secret area of different indie characters and stuff, sort of similar to, to Runbo. There's just like... Yes, I've got uh, three of them. Yeah, so I forget how you collect them. Um, uh, they're they're locked in cages, and you need four keys to unlock the cage. Right. Yes. 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 So that was a trophy on PlayStation. So um, mm-hmm. that's like the the big secret. Like short of like increasing all your different stats and stuff like that. That was sort of the the secret area of that game. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett, what have you been playing? Uh, really nothing because it's it's crunch time. So I I don't really play uh, anything when it's crunch time because the hours are just ridiculous. Yeah. Sure. You 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 have crunch time during game dev drinks again? Yeah, man, you gotta time this more better. Yo, don't even get me started. All right, <laughs> I am a project manager, and we had it timed perfectly until our bosses made us pivot and screwed up my timeline, and I lost it on them already. So they know they know I'm angry. They screwed up my <laughs> timeline. There would have been no crunch time if they followed my timeline. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I uh, sort of playing Arrowheads. Um, I I got back into Super Time Force Ultra last night. Actually, um, game from Capybara, which I like. I played it and just like I couldn't get into it, and I just sucked so bad at the game. Mm-hmm. And last night it just like clicked for me, and I kind of figured <laughs> out the the whole time uh, manipulation thing. You basically just right. try to get as like you, like I was trying to rush it because you only have sixty seconds to beat the level. So I was like trying to rush it, and I was like, "How the like hell do you beat this 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 game?" Yeah. But like, it's really like you just kind of take your time, get as far as you can, and then you just rewind and start with a new character. But then that character right. is still like doing stuff. So then you can go a little bit through that first area a little bit faster, and mm-hmm. then you just kind of keep going back and and forth. And then, um, I it, like last night it clicked for me, and I totally meant to go to bed like two hours earlier than I actually did. And, I, I was, yeah yeah it was i was like yeah i was just like it was like a half hour before i wanted to go to bed and i was just like i just want to play a little like something but there wasn't really anything like i didn't want to play elder scrolls online or anything for like a half hour so i was just like i'll give super time force another try and then mm-hmm. like two two and a half hours later i was like okay i'm exhausted i'm just going to go to bed now <laughs> nice. um so that was 
that's the, that was like my night plus the normal stuff Elder Scrolls Online stuff so mm. cool uh, yeah let's let's wrap this up uh, if you, if you want to follow Dan you can do so at Composing Dan on Twitter if you want to follow the Adventures of Brett you can do so at Brett Meeser at TP Smoke at Game Dev Drinks at Great Ham Jam and at Hard Circle yep <laughs> uh, as well as on Twitch TP Smoke and all that stuff and then make sure you hit up torontogamedose.com uh, I'll probably do a preview or write-up of, uh, of what we thought about Arrowheads. Um, rate us on iTunes, share it, Reddit, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, tell your friends. And, and, uh, <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Cool. Peace. Later. I'm going for breakfast. Later.